Dad, please listen to me. I said you stay away from him. Dad, listen to me. Did you hear what I said? You stay away from him. Said he was right. The walking man is a he's a sucker, Dad. He's a sucker. He's wrong. It don't take much strength to pull a trigger, but try and get up every morning, day after day, and work for a living. Let's see him try that. Then we'll see who's the real tough guy. The working man is the tough guy. Your father's the tough guy. Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of THR Presents Stream Fiends. I'm your host, Brian, and with me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We are back. This was my pick, and I'm taking you guys out to the East Coast, to the BX, the Boogie Down Bronx, for Robert De Niro's 1993 crime thriller. Uh, crime drama. Yeah, we're going on about that. A Bronx Tale. Savoy Pictures presents Robert De Niro in his directorial debut. A devoted father. This is my son, not yours. What are you going to do, fight me? Must battle the local crime boss. Is it better to be loved or feared? I would rather be feared. It's fear that keeps them loyal to me. For the life of his son. I ain't afraid of you. Well, you should be. As he grows into a teenager on the streets of the Bronx in the socially turbulent 1960s, ooh, his name, Cologero, Cologero, Cologero. You know, (laughs) right before we came on, uh, me and my daughter were talking because she loves this movie and she cannot say his name. She was like, Dad, just, just, just call him C. Yeah, Cologero. Uh, probably definitely not, not even saying that right. Anyway, gets under the wing of a neighborhood mobster, Sonny. Sonny initiates the boy into the ways of gangland life in a direct conflict. His straight, air, straight narrow bus driver father, but now Cologero falls into, uh, falls for an African American classmate, Jane. The repercussions threatened the entire neighborhood. I don't know who wrote that, but okay. Um, it's a good thing Jane didn't have one of them exotic names like Danielle or Monique. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert De Niro and Charles Chaz Palmateri give a captivating performances in this intense drama about a boy torn between his tough, hardworking father and a violent yet charismatic crime boss. All right, I like that one better. Let me see what the poster says. Uh, Robert De Niro. One man lives in the neighborhood, another man owns it. A devoted father battles the local crime boss for the life of his son. A Bronx tale. All right. Brian. When, oh, well, hold on. Before. Uh, again, directed by Robert De Niro, and this was written by Chaz Palminteri. Uh, I believe this was based off of his uh, one-man uh, show, A Bronx mm-hmm. Tale. Uh, I would love to see that. I was listening to Growing Up Italian, and he was on there talking about it. And I did. I did at this point. I didn't know. I knew it was a, a Broadway show, but it's him basically acting out every part and telling a story uh, of his neighborhood when he was growing up. All right, this is uh, uh, starring Academy Award winner Robert De Niro, Chaz Palminteri, a Lilo Broncato. We'll get into him later. A Francis Capria as young Cologero, uh, the beautiful Tyrell Hicks. This is the first movie I'd seen her in. 
Catherine Narducci, she was uh, Colosio's mom. Uh, Jimmy Whispers, Clem Carcetta, uh, Alfred Shuley Jr. is Bobby Bars. Uh, Joe Pesci, he's later on. Well, he's in the beginning and the end of the film. Uh, Frankie Pytangalore, I don't know, Danny K.O., uh, Robert DeAndra, DeAndre, DeAndre, Tony Toupay, Eddie Montanero is Eddie Mush, Fred Fisher is Jojo the Whale, uh, David Salera is Frankie Coffee Cake, a uh, Joseph D. Onfario as Slick, uh, older Slick, age 17, uh, Lu- Luigi Delongio as Aldo, 17, uh, Louis Ferreira as Crazy Mario. And Mario, Dominic, such a psycho. <laughs> Dominic Rochio is Ralphie and a bunch of other people in this. If you hear screaming kids, it's bedtime and everyone's in there fighting and arguing. But anyway, Brian, when was the first time you seen A Bronx Tale? Oh, this had to be closer to when it was released. Uh, this came out at a time when I was just kind of eating up all these uh, gangster movies or anything that was close to to this type of movie when i found out robert de niro was in it didn't know until i was a little bit older that he also directed it because i didn't really pay attention to stuff like that when i was a kid but i thought this was a good coming of age story uh great cast um i thought robert de niro did a great job directing uh i too when i found out uh this was uh, based off a of one-man play by chaz i i was like i just hoped i'd get to see that one day and yeah i mean a lot of familiar faces pop up in here great story and uh sad ending the way it turned yeah. out because he he just had these two basically father figures in his life that was trying to both in different ways trying to steer him in the same path and it just kind of sucks how it ended up for one of them and yeah great movie that's what that's what i liked man they were both two totally different uh men one hard working one basically the the boss of the neighborhood but they were both pretty much teaching him what was right and wrong it wasn't I me mean, just because one was a was a crime boss. It wasn't like he was he was showing him that side of it, but he was still telling him, don't do what I do. This isn't for you. He kept saying that through the whole movie. That's what I loved about him. But he was like, go to school. Tell him, tell him get two educations. Yeah. I mean, you got I mean, the street, he, he, and then you got regular schooling. Yeah, he didn't he didn't want him to be involved in the streets, but that didn't that didn't. uh he wanted him to still be a uh, street smart. Yeah. To, to what was the, was it? This movie was a different movie. They they said uh, be on the lookout for uh, scams and deceptions. What, what movie that was, was that? That was a lot of these movies. Yeah. But it, it was pretty much he was saying the same thing. I mean, just yeah. be be smart, be street smart, be get 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 two educations, like you said in this. But I first saw this film. When it was January, uh, January 4th, actually, um, 1995. Um, the only reason I know that is because that was when my daughter was born. That was our first child. And sitting in the hospital, my wife was just 
wore out from childbirth. So she was sleeping. I was sitting there holding my daughter like, what the fuck, man? I'm a father now. And I got to kick kick my ass and get myself in. I was already working and everything, but I got to work harder now. There's a third person in our family. And I think, I don't know, maybe it was the reason why I watched this film. Because it was on one of the hospital channels. Um, So she slept the whole time and I was holding her. But I got to watch the whole movie. It was edited. They just basically just cut out all the all the F-bombs and everything that was in this film. And there's uh, some racial stuff at the end. Well, there was racial stuff throughout. But um, so I was like, man, I said, man, this movie's hella good. So it it always reminds me of that. I actually didn't see it until uh, I think I just went and rented it because I wanted to watch it again. I watched it twice when I was in the hospital because we were there for a while. My wife had a C-section, so she had to be there for a few days. So I saw it like a couple times in there. And I was like, man, this movie's hella good. So I've always loved it. Um, Then once I rented it and then once it started hitting uh, cable and all that, and I just... I just love this movie. I've loved it so much. And then having more kids, having boys uh, in our family and always remembering the stuff that these guys were teaching them. I mean, for me, growing up in Oakland, um, yeah, my mom and dad go to school, make something of yourself. Because I saw my mom and dad, they broke their ass, they busted their asses for us every day. Mm-hmm. Like Cologelo's dad, he was. He was saying, look, man, he goes, work. He goes, do what I do. He goes, I got to drive a bus seven days a week or, or whatever. And I'm sure money was super tight back then, but he was out there doing it. He was working. He was a hardworking man because he even says it in this in this film on how hard he works. But, I mean, Cologelo at a young age of him seeing, uh, knowing what his mother and father, his, mom, his mother was a, a homemaker um, and his dad was out there working. Because in the beginning of the film, we see him on the bus as little Cologelo. I love the beginning of the film. Because he's uh he we see we hear some doo-wop because it was the 1960s I believe uh, we hear the doo-wop in the background he's talking about the Yankees uh, they're about to be in the World Series I like then, the one scene he's uh, young love is in the air and then he cuts to <laughs> the guy who, like get the fuck in the car <laughs> yeah that was hella funny and he goes you can hear the sound of young Italian men romancing <laughs> their, <laughs> their, their 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 girlfriends or whatever Marie Get in the fucking car. <laughs> They're like, no, leave me alone. Oh, baby, you know I love you. He goes, no, get in the car. Get in the fucking car. <laughs> it was funny. I love that scene because it reminded me of uh, my friend's dad's and brother and his uncles. They were Italian. They were from, I think, Brooklyn. And they had that accent. Uh, he kind of had it. It's gone now. He, they grew, basically grew up in Oakland. But his mom sounded like that. His grandma, when they were there. I used to just love sitting there and listening to them. And I think I've always loved that Italian accent, the way they talk. Ma, and get over here. And every, every word was, fuck, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I used to sit there and laugh at all this. So watching these type of films, man, just made me, me miss them. And everything, but this movie was awesome. What I loved, so it's basically the, the story of of young Cologelo growing up uh, in the Bronx, and we see him and his crew, his buddies Slick and Crazy Mario. Uh, they were funny. They were just little slick little Italian guys and Crazy Mario, and they all had thick accents. I thought that was cool. 
Uh, they're just doing their things growing up, but um, they do talk to Colosio talks about uh, Sonny and the Shea Bippy. That was the name of their little social club they had on the corner. And uh, he saw what was going on there. His mom and dad, everybody in the neighborhood knows what's going on there. You, be, you have to be blind to not know uh, what these guys are up to. Um, they didn't go as far as to say, I guess they kind of did, um, dealing with mafia. And no one ever brought that up. I think they just talked about uh, this person was a made man. So yeah. we, assume, we just assume uh sonny was uh he was involved in this i don't know what crime family he was in he just they didn't really go into any of that i mean it, it wasn't that type of movie yeah and I, and I like that they did that because i think that they were given the, the the viewers enough credit to know that they understand what the business is and you don't have to go through this whole explanation on what family and what he exactly does just drop the line he's he's made man and the audience knows what that means yeah so i mean he again he's growing up dad driving a bus mom taking care of the house he's uh he loves the yankees uh, he's um hanging out with his buddies but then he goes he's never he, um what's his name what's the actor's name uh Lilo broncado He's narrating, uh, older Cologerolo, he's narrating the film. So we got young young Cologerolo, he's kind of walking around, and then he he's uh, he knows, everyone, he's fascinated, him and his buddies are fascinated with Sonny and the gang. And that's when we get the introduction of who Sonny is. He's the boss, and then we got uh, um, Coffee Cake, and Jojo the Whale, and Eddie Mush, and uh, oh, Jimmy. Eddie Mush. <laughs> Jimmy whispers and, and all that. So he basically breaks down who all the players are to hang out at the Shea Bippy. We don't know what anyone does. Uh, we just assume they're all out there doing doing dirt <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, but, we, 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 but we know Sonny is the boss, and we know he talks with three fingers only. Yeah, and uh, was it Eddie Toupee or, or Sonny or whatever his name? No, it was Sonny's place, but the guy who ran the place was like Eddie Toupee or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So we're 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 introduced to all of them. We see what's going on, but uh, Cologio's mom and dad don't want him hanging out at the at the bar because his mom comes down and goes, "How many times have I tell you not to be here? You're supposed to be upstairs." And so she kind of just takes him upstairs, and then she's yelling at him. And then when his dad comes home, she goes, "Hey, your dad, your father wants to talk to you." And he goes, he was, yeah, your mother said you were down by the bar. And he goes, oh, I wasn't. And he goes, and his mother's like, don't lie. And he goes, why'd you lie? Eh, I took a shot. <laughs> and he goes, she I goes, like, I like, <laughs> I like his dad. He was like, hey, he took a shot. He goes, what am I supposed to do? He took a shot. And he goes, thanks, dad. <laughs> he goes, nice try. So, I mean, again, he's he's so fascinated with Sonny and the gang. He's always watching them. And uh, just his mom and dad are telling him just to stay away from them. Stay away from the bar. Because he's like, what, mommy doesn't want you hanging out there either? And he's like, what am I going to do with this kid? <laughs> she's like, she goes, I have him all day. And he goes, look. And he breaks out some Yankees tickets. And he goes, look, we're going to go. We're going to go to the game and everything. Because, again, he was, he was a huge Yankee fan. So um, this, this kid was tripping over eating some steak. I know. Fuck, man. I wish I could have, have steak every week. <laughs> I think twice, that, twice a week. 
Because he was saying he was um he goes, I don't want steak. And his dad goes, You may have you may, you know how many times I gotta drive this bus up and down for uh this family to have steak every week? I was like, fuck. I mean, again, I mean, shout out to his dad, but to have steak every week, shit. I don't think I have steak maybe once, if that, a month. <laughs> Damn, you, you get eating steak and you get to go to the baseball game. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know how far Yankee Stadium. I'm sure, I'm sure it was the the older uh, Yankee Stadium, not the new one now. Um, and for those of you that that are in New York, if you're uh, uh, down for the Bronx Bombers, I've been to Yankee Stadium, the new Yankee Stadium. I've been there twice, and I just love baseball. And uh, I went up there. First time I went up there with my wife and my daughter. And the second time I went up there by myself. And I had to bop my way back like the Warriors all the way down to Manhattan to where I was staying. But uh, it was cool, man. I, I love, again, I love baseball. But I love talking to those cops because they were like, hey, because I was kind of like just looking around. It was at night. And he goes, dude, uh, first of all, you shouldn't be walking around this neighborhood with that hat. I had an A's hat on. <laughs> and he goes, secondly, you don't want to be around here at night, man. It gets pretty wild. So I advise you to go back to wherever you're staying at. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I took off, but I just jumped on the train with everyone. Uh, but yeah, anyway. So uh, Cologelo is hanging out with his buddies, uh, uh, Slick and uh, Crazy Mario. And they're watching uh, Sonny and the gang. And they're kind of doing imitations. Like, who am I? And uh, uh, uh is throwing uh, the three fingers, kind of like the metal sign. And, uh, and they're, they're looking over because they're watching Sonny. And they're kind of imitating all the guys on the corner. Oh, that's Sonny. And then he goes, hey, you do somebody. And he goes, who? And he goes, do coffee cake. And he goes, I can't do coffee cake. And he goes, that's hard. And he goes, here, put a screen up against your face and let me throw shit at it. <laughs> so so they're, talk, they're just kind of just busting on each other. And then this bus rolls up. Uh, and there's this little black boy looking out the window. And this is when the racial stuff starts at a young age. And you can clearly hear it and see it, that it's coming from, I mean, racism is taught to you. You're not born with it. And these guys, uh, they're looking over, they're like, oh man. And they're looking over there and, uh, Mario's like, man, these N words got some balls coming in our neighborhood. And Kolojo's like, they're just passing through, leave them alone. And then Slick's like, well, my dad told me that's how it starts. And then again, racism is learned, is taught, and it's not nothing you're born with. So like, man, he goes, they're just passing through, and he goes, don't no, fuck that. And he goes, and he just turns to him, and they start looking at him, and he's get the fuck out of our neighborhood, you inwards. And I get the black kids looking at the bus, and they start running after the bus, and he gives them the, the middle finger, going, ha! Ah, he starts laughing, and they're running after him. You're lucky on that bus, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass, and they're running. And then <laughs> Cologelo's running too, but then his dad whistles and then he turns around and look and uh, his, uh, um, Robert De Niro. Uh, what the hell is his name? Um, Lorenzo. Uh, yeah. Lorenzo. Lorenzo. He look. He looks up at his dad and his dad like does the like the slit the neck move and then points down at the stoop because he wants him to stay down there. So he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Get back over there." So <laughs> he goes back over there uh, to sit to sit down. Uh, Slick and uh, Crazy Mario went running down the street after the bus. So Cologelo's sitting there, and then these two cars come up, uh, and he hears like a commotion. One of them starts honking, and then uh, 
the other dude's like, what the fuck? And he's like, get the fuck out of the way. And the other dude in the car is like, fuck you, you fucking free hoe. Whatever that means. <laughs> one dude jumps out with a bat and just starts busting the windshield of the, of the car. And then uh, he's like, ah, we see a dude in the car, like holding his head. And this is all happening right in front of Cologial. All of a sudden, Sonny comes running up a little pistol and pops a a couple shots in him with the guy with the bat. He falls down, and Sonny walks up on him and basically executes him, shoots him a couple more times. And the yeah, guy's like, give me the little, gun. This is an overkill. Because <laughs> that, that second shot, or second original shot, hit him in the head. And then he just unloads the rest of the gun on him while he's laying there. So he goes, give me the gun, give me the bun, gun. So they all, he Sonny hands over the gun to whoever... Uh, they all start getting in the cars and they, they they pull the one dude out that was in the car and you see him holding his head. He gets in the car and then and another car and they take off. So um, all this and it's all in slow motion. Sonny's walking and then he turns and looks. And uh, earlier in the film, Cologulo said that Sonny has never, ever looked at him like dead in the eye. And this was the first time that Sonny looked because Sonny turned to look. And he sees uh, little Cologulo sitting there on the on the on the stoop, and then Sonny just like this is all in slow motion. Sonny's just staring at him, like walking and walking. And Sonny and little Cologulo just staring at him. So Sonny goes back into the Shea Bippy. Um, Lorenzo comes down, grabs Cologulo, and, and just starts taking him back up to the stairs. And his mom's like, "What's happened? Is he okay?" He goes, "Hey, he's fine. He's fine." And little Cologulo was like, "Dad, there was just, there was it was just over a parking lot or a parking space." And he goes, no, he goes, no, it's it's all right, man. Let's let's just let's just get upstairs. Um, this part always makes me laugh. They get to their apartment. They're up on the top third floor or whatever. They're in the house, not even a minute, and then there's knock on the door, and it's the cops already. So. That always told me that somebody else is talking. Like I didn't see nothing. But go knock on this door. You might get some <laughs> answers. <laughs> so there's a knock on the door. They're like, who is it? Oh, it's the detective, whoever, whoever. Um, and they're like, yeah, how can I help you? And he goes, hey, we just know that uh, there was a shooting going on outside. And uh, we have we know that your son was there. And uh, we want to ask him some questions. And he's like, fuck. So he opens the door. And they go, hey, man, we, we, know, the, we know the deal. He goes, your son was down there. And we saw him. Witnesses are saying that he saw the whole thing and he's like, well, you guys are heard wrong because my son don't know nothing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. He goes, look, we, we can do this the hard way, the hard, the easy way, or we can take you downtown. And he goes, all we got to do is to come downstairs and, and show um, to ever ask your son some question because Lorenzo's like, well, you guys are mistaken because my son don't know nothing. But then little Cologula goes, dad, I, I know everything. And he's like, ah, you know, kids. And they're like, nah, come on down. So they take him downstairs. And they got Sonny and the gang all lined up. And the detectives are like, all right, hey, kid, just point out to whoever uh, you saw holding the gun. So they kind of go down the line. Is that him? Is that him? Is that him? And he's like, nah, nah. But then when he gets to Sonny, he just, like, stares at him. And he's like, he, he's he's staring at Sonny, Sonny's staring at him. He looks over at his dad. His dad kind of looks at him like, no one's going to say nothing. And then they're like, is this him? Is this him? I think the cops pretty much knew who it was, but 
since somebody ratted out uh, a little collateral that he saw it all. And yeah, someone had to have said something like, it, it's a movie, <laughs> but someone had to have said something like hella fast. And maybe these cops were around the corner at a donut shop or something, but they got their detectives, no, no, got there hella quick. I mean, somebody had to have said something because they had, they pulled all these guys into this lineup. Like they knew everybody. And can I say they need to stop doing coffee cake all dirty? Because when Cologino gets 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 up, it was it him and he looks at him and he just is like, oh, he can't even look at him. <laughs> and yeah, man, there's all kinds of detectives over there. The, the, the whole police force is there. But uh, they go like, he's like, nah. And then his, uh, Lorenzo's like, see, we can't help you. So they start leaving and Sonny's uh, looking at little uh, Cologino and then he's walking in and then they kind of make eyes again. And he goes, Dad, he goes, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, I didn't rat. I didn't rat. And he's like, no, you didn't. And he goes, you just, you, you did a good thing for, for a bad man. And uh, little C, he's just like, all right. So he just kind of, because he was saying, he goes, look, the worst thing in our neighborhood is a rat. So you, you don't ever, I mean, I, I totally agree with Which that. Which is so strange they had him try to rat in front of the entire neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, even if he was a go, yeah, that's him. Oh man, that all of them would have been dead. <laughs> His whole family, they would have been dead that night. But then he, uh, he's looking out the window because uh, the funeral's going on for the guy that got shot, and I assume that guy was from the same neighborhood because he's little closure was looking out the window, and it's like right above the 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 funeral home or whatever. So he's just kind of telling me like, look, man, he goes, it's just. Things that happened like this. And um, he goes, uh, again, you did something for a bad man. You did something nice for a bad man. He goes, look, he goes, you'll understand when you're older. So he's like, all right. That's not the last time he hears this either. Uh Uh-uh. I mean, but that's true, man. I mean, I I say, I even said that to my sons about some stuff. I mean, even my grandson's like, look, man, I mean, shit gets gets tough, but um, Mm -hmm. you'll, you'll understand. Why I'm doing what I'm doing when you're older? Because I I cannot go, try to explain anything uh, to them now. They're just like, okay, whatever. So again, when they're older, they'll understand. So we get a, another a cool scene of a uh, little Cologulo and his dad on the bus. He's riding with him up and down on his his bus route, and then uh, he's kind of telling him um, the one of the worst things in the world is wasted talent. Because he's like, Dad, do I have talent? And he goes, You of course you do. Just got to figure out what it is. So he's like, all right, cool. So I like the little bonding things that they had every time they showed him. Mm-hmm. So when they got home, uh, he told him, yeah, go upstairs uh, into the house. But then little Cologulo looks over at the corner. He sees Sonny there. And Sonny's looking at him and kind of gives him a smile and a nod. And his dad's like, go ahead. Go go in the house, son. Sonny looks. And he see in the mirror, he sees uh, Sarah. Lorenzo looks in the mirror and he sees Sonny and, and his boys on the corner looking. And right before the bus takes off, um, Jimmy Whispers jumps on. He goes, hey, man. He goes, your kid, he, he's he's a good kid, that kid. And he goes, yeah, thanks. He goes, hey, man, um, we really appreciate what you're doing, uh, what you guys did for us. And he goes, hey, man. Lorenzo's like, I'm glad everything worked out. And he goes, hey, uh, Sonny wants to offer you a job. Uh, he wanted to give me like 115 a week. And he goes, for what? He goes, they just got to take this piece of paper and drop it off somewhere. 
uh, and Lorenzo's like, hey, um, you know what? Tell Sonny I appreciate it, but uh, I can't do it because if I get pinched, I can lose my job. And he goes, he goes, come on, man, it's 115 a week. And he's like, I, I'm sorry, man, I, I just can't do it. And he goes, okay, well, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll let I'll let Sonny uh, know. But hey, man. And then he gets off the bus. So Lorenzo goes home later that night, and he's telling this. This kind of pissed me off. Um, Lorenzo's talking to his wife, and he he tells her what they what they did that they offered him a job, and he told her how much, and she was like. Well, what'd you say? And he's like, I told him no. <laughs> and then she kind of got that. Uh, well, let's hold on now. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> she goes, it's just numbers. And then he gives yeah. her that side of like, bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it, man. The struggle is real for everyone, but it may seem easy. But then he even said, he goes, look, man, he goes, I didn't want to do it. He goes, you get involved with them, and then all kinds of shit happens. And that's true, yeah. though. You're getting wrong yeah, with, the, with the wrong people. Yeah, it starts with numbers, and then it leads to other things. Yeah, I don't know if drugs were going on during all this. It didn't seem like they were but, dealing. But then again, I, I, I do see her side, because she oh, was yeah. quick to be like, oh, wait, wait, whoa, okay, let's talk about this. 115 a week? I think, yeah, it, no, it was 150 a week, I'm sorry. 150 but even still, a week. Even still, man, but back back in those days, I was like 150 million. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so he's like, ah, he just he just couldn't do it, man. I mean, I wouldn't have done it either. <laughs> but a uh, little Cologio, he's starting to feel bad about everything, and he goes to confession, uh, and he's telling, him, yeah, he goes, I I miss mass uh, on Sunday twice, and uh, I ate meat on Friday, and uh, I lied about witnessing a murder, and then the, the the priest is like, "Hey, what? What'd you say? Go back a little." He goes, uh, "About eating meat twice." <laughs> and he goes, "No." <laughs> and he goes, uh, "The murder." And he was like, "Yeah." And he told him, "He goes, he goes, do you know what you just said?" And he goes, like, "Yeah." And he goes, "What's the fifth? And he goes, "The fifth is I refuse to talk or something like that to <laughs> to whatever, whatever the fifth uh, is on the <laughs> in the Constitution or whatever." And he was like, and he's like, "No, the fifth commandment." And he goes, "Thou shall not kill." And he goes, "Look," and he goes, "Well, he goes, I'm not going to say nothing to no, nobody about this." And he goes, "Well, he goes, Almighty God, you can't you can't lie to him, basically." And he goes, "Well." He goes, well, he goes, your God may be tough, but because um, he was like, no one's power, no one's more stronger than God. And he's like, well, I don't know about you. He goes, but my father down here is stronger than your God up there. And the priest is like, mm, all right, man, you have a good point. <laughs> and so he's like, he's all right, man, four uh, Hail Marys and four Our Fathers or whatever it is. I don't that's, know. What that's it. Yeah, that's it for a murder rap. What did you say? Bye, father. And he runs out of there. So, um, and that's what he was. He goes, I guess that's what I loved about being Catholic. And he goes, You're good as gold at the end of the week. <laughs> Go and confess, and you're all good. Uh, I don't know, man. That's I don't want to get. That's a whole other show <laughs> talking about that stuff. But anyway, so. He uh, he's out there sitting uh, in front of his stoop, working on his bike, and I think it was I can't remember what's which game. It's not Jojo the Whale. It's one of the other dudes. He kind of comes up and hey kid, uh, Sonny wants to see you. 
And he looks at him and goes, hey, don't worry about your bike, man. No one can take your bike. I mean, that's true, though, man. These guys own that neighborhood. No, that bike can just sit there. Uh, and I'm sure all those guys out there would see if someone stole his bike. So he goes over to the Shea Bippy and uh, Sonny's sitting in the back with Jimmy Whispers. And he starts talking to him. He's like, hey, um, just kind of get to know him. He's like, hey, man, we we finally meet. So he was just like, uh, well, hey, how you doing and all this? He goes, oh, I'm all right. He goes, oh, you like the you like the Yankees? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, they start talking about Mickey Mantle. And he's like, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, so I guess you're upset about the the other night. And then he mentions, uh, Clojolo mentions some some baseball player on the Yankees. He's like, I hate him. Uh, he made the Mick cry. And they're like, uh, what? Well, be, before all that, he's kind of, when he asked him, what's his name? And he goes, wow, that's a big name. He goes, what do your friends call you? Clojolo. He goes, you got a nickname or anything? No. All right. So, and then they start talking about the Yankees. And he goes, what? You're upset about the Yankees? He goes, you're, you're, he goes, Mickey Mantle makes 150000 a year. And he goes, do you think he cares about you? He goes, do you think he cares about your dad if he, if he gets fired? And he's like, uh, no. He goes, he goes, he doesn't care. He goes, nobody cares. So he's like, uh, Okay. So, but he kind of looks at him sideways and he's like, can I ask you something? And he's like, what? And he goes, did you shoot that man over a parking space? And he's like, no. He kind of looks over at uh, Jimmy Whispers and they kind of look at it. He goes, nah. And he goes, when you're older, you'll you'll understand. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I so get that. The similarities to, their, to, to his dad and Sonny are starting to show. I mean, that's true. I mean, he's not going to explain to... Yeah a little kid what why he did what he did i mean there was obviously something else that had to do with it so <clears throat> basically if you guys are familiar with the uh, goodfellas uh, little cologulo turned into snakes uh he's he, he's walking around serving drinks and uh not beer or anything or, or whiskey or not he was holding a little uh, little tray with coffee and he was uh taking coffee to the guys that were up in the shape bippy and then he'd go downstairs uh into the basement because uh, he was saying he would, he was, he was uh, serving coffee and the guys were giving him tips. And downstairs, Sonny and the gang are all down there th- playing craps in the basement. Oh, you like talking, this. I'm trying to think of snakes. You mean spider? Oh, spider. I'm sorry. What was yeah. that? Oh, I just watched uh, Home Alone. I was thinking of <laughs> what Daniel Stearns did. Uh, like, I, was like, who's, I was like, who's snakes? <laughs> oh, spider. Uh, I had to play the scene in my head. <laughs> Uh, I was watching Home Alone. He's like, yeah, Snakes. And he goes, I know I heard that name Snakes before. And that, that re- the reason that is because Joe Pesci was in uh, Home Alone as well. <laughs> Speaking of Home Alone, did you see that last one they made? No, I haven't. It was actually uh, pretty good. The very, very last one. It's streaming on Disney+. Plus. I think it came out. If it wasn't last year, it was last, year before. I think it was last year. Did they check that with that little kid with the glasses? <laughs> that one was actually pretty good. The kids All wanted right. to watch it, and I was like, oh, "Really? All right." So I kind of sat. I think I enjoyed it more than them. They kind of tuned out, and I just ended up watching the whole thing. Um, Home Alone, something I don't know what it was called. Home Alone Twelve or whatever. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so they're all down there playing craps, and then uh, little C gets involved. Well, his name is Colojolo still. He gets involved. He's like, "Hey, man, did the." He goes, I'm gonna let the, the the kid's gonna roll the dice for me, and everyone's like, ah, don't let that kid roll the dice. And he's like, hey, shut up. He just starts going around the room. And he's, all right, he's kind of explaining the game to the kid, and um, Eddie Mush, uh, 
is uh uh trying to put his money down and he's like hey he goes wait a minute what and he goes what and he goes i don't want your money touching my money and he goes what's going on and he goes what's wrong and he goes no you're a fucking jinx and he's like what and then he's like no he sonny's yelling at eddie mush and he's like you know what he goes you know what put him in the fucking bathroom so they like so they grab him and they just push him out of the way uh jojo the whale is trying to lean over on sonny and sonny's like he goes stop leaning on me man you're killing me <laughs> and he's like man he goes look man he goes i want to play too i got money down here and he goes you know what throw him in the fucking bathroom and he goes hey he goes eddie eddie mush is in there he's not gonna fit <laughs> so they just get in the fucking bathroom so they put jojo uh the big old fat guy they put him in the bathroom as well all this um they're, they're playing craps he's trying to explain the the game to him and uh everything and this part was fucked up <laughs> um eddie mush or uh um uh frankie coffee cake coffee cake is pretty much at the end of the wall and if you guys aren't familiar with this film, oh, this whole movie is streaming on YouTube. The whole movie's on there, and it's pretty good uh, copy. So check it out. Um, <laughs> and I think it's on AMC Plus. But no, oh, fuck, AMC Plus sucked because it was it was edited. They they cut out the bad words. I don't know why, but they did. So mm-hmm. if you want if you want to watch the R version, it's on YouTube. <laughs> so uh, they're playing craps, and he's winning. He threw a couple. Uh, good numbers but then right before he throws another one um uh he's looking down uh sunny sees and goes nope stop and what and he goes uh frankie coffee cake no good and he goes what and he goes i don't want him looking at i don't want this kid looking at that face <laughs> and he's like what and he goes hey he goes get it he goes oh get him a get a towel at the bar, put it over his head in coffee cake. Like, Sonny, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he goes, I don't want to put a towel over my head. It's embarrassing. He goes, put him in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> so they're like, he goes, well, I got money here. So they grab him. Get the fuck out of here. So they throw uh, coffee cake into the bathroom. <laughs> and I like that Eddie Bush is still trying to figure out what's wrong. He's holding his money up to the light. He's like, there's nothing wrong with this money. <laughs> so you got three of those guys in that small little bathroom and then so the kids he's still throwing the dice little uh c's throwing the dice and then so he made them all kinds of money so they're like all happy. said uh 11 passes in a row yeah so the day is done for them c's about to go or Kolojo is about to go home and he goes hey man thanks i think he gave him like a 20 and then he just looks at it and goes that's it and then suddenly just flips him another i don't know, I think he gave him a 50 or something and he goes hey all right thanks and he goes hey he goes we gotta do something about that name and he goes uh he goes from now on your name is c and he's like all right so he goes, ah, just go on home so he takes off so uh the next scene i like oh like the, the beginning of the movie uh the when they were introduced to uh slick and crazy mario there's this little guy that uh has a little horse and carriage and he um sells uh fruit and vegetables and everything so they're kind of giving him shit and he calls everybody mary i like that because they were singing in his face and all that and little collodial stole some tomatoes or apples or something off of it and he's like he goes you little fucking ball breakers you fucking marys he that's he loved to call everyone mary so after uh now uh collodial down on stairs and that guy comes up hey come up hey come here collodial he comes up to him and he's like uh yeah and he goes he goes, here, I got some uh, fresh peaches for your mom. He goes, I don't have any money. He goes, ah, don't worry about it. 
He goes, here, just tell Sonny I took care of you. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So he gets them and he runs up. He runs upstairs like, mom, mom, uh, I got some free peaches. And his dad's standing there with his mom in the kitchen. And then they're like, uh, he, tries, he tries to just roll in. And he stops and he goes, what's this? And he goes, where did you get this? And he's holding like uh, some money. I don't know how many bills, but it was a lot. And it was he goes, like your mother- 600 yeah, he goes, your mother said she found it behind your dresser. And he goes, where'd you get this? And he's like, uh, I got it. And he goes, where? And he goes, doing stuff. And I was like, what? He goes, things? Or no, first he said he saved it. He goes, I've been saving my money. He goes, what, $600? He goes, he goes, what were you doing? What'd you do for this? And he goes, you know, things. He goes, what things? And he's looking at his, his mom's like, come on, don't. Uh, don't lie to me. He goes, what are you, did you become a brain surgeon overnight? <laughs> Where'd you get this money? And he goes, I've worked for it. And he goes, doing what? Things. And he goes, things? What kind of things? And he goes, things? And he goes, you know, things. And he goes, hey. He goes, don't lie to me. He goes, tell me, tell me the truth and I won't get upset. And he goes, you promise? He goes, I'm your father. Would I lie if I didn't mean it? And he's like, well, I worked the crap games and the, the guys gave me tips. And his dad just like, <sighs> What the fuck? And he goes, what crap games? And he goes, you said you, he goes, what crap? He starts yelling, what crap game, crap games? He goes, I thought you weren't going to get it mad. And he goes, I lied. Now tell me everything. And he goes, I worked for crap games and the guys gave me tips. And he just looks at him and he's like, oh, he's just getting mad at him. And his mom's like, oh, what the fuck? So he's like, I knew it. And he goes, and his mom's like, didn't you tell you a thousand times not to go near that bar? And he goes, mom, he goes, I worked for it. And he goes, nope. And he goes, what are, you, what are you doing? He goes, I'm taking this money back. He goes, we're going down there whoa, right whoa. now. Whoa, whoa, Lorenzo, let's talk about this now. I like <laughs> that she did. She didn't change when it came. No, to she did. I like, like she's oh, like, no. wait a minute, that's a lot of money now. Uh, and these days, I mean, I'm I'm totally against it, but I'm surprised he did whoosh, smack her for, for getting out of line. <laughs> but uh, that's that's how they rolled uh, back then. But he like she's like wait 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 and he goes it it's not like he had to do anything bad for it and he goes we can use the money he goes what he looked at it like what he goes he goes I don't he goes I don't he goes you know where this money came from he goes and I don't want him to have this kind of money and he goes it's bad money and she's like well wait a minute we can use it and he goes he goes like no no so she just he's just yelling she's like ah Lorenzo and he's like he's like no I'm taking it down there so he's starting to go down the stairs and she's still like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, listen to me. Let's talk about this. And he's not even having it. Um, he, he gets out to the front of the of the apartment and she's hanging out the window still. Lorenzo, Lorenzo. I was waiting for him to turn around and go, get back in the house, but he didn't. <laughs> so he's like, ah, he they make it into the Shea Bippy, walks in and they go, Is Sonny around? And he's like, Yeah, he's in the back. So they go back there and then he walks up and he's like, Hey, he him, they walk into the bar. Him and uh, little uh, little C, he's C now. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, yeah, he's like, where's Sonny? He goes, oh, he's in the back. So he goes back there, and Sonny and uh, Jimmy Whispers and a couple of the other guys are uh, in the back sitting in the corner. And he, he just kind of walks up to him. And he's like, he goes, I'm sorry, we can't accept this. He goes, I didn't give it to you. I gave it to your son. He worked for it. And he goes, yeah, my son. He goes, and I don't want him and my son involved in what goes on here. And he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, please, I'm not a stupid man. Please, just, I'm. Just I know what I'm talking about. Just stay away from my son. He's like, hey, he goes, he goes, see, you stay, you stay right here. You go outside. And he goes, no, I'll say, I'll talk to my own son. He goes, Cologelo. 
go wait outside. So <laughs> he goes outside. And then um, Sonny's like, he goes, first of all, he goes, he goes, you're, you're a stand-up guy. And he goes, he goes, we, we're come from the same neighborhood. And he goes, but don't ever talk to me like that again. And he goes, I tell you, he goes, I tell your son, he goes, I tell him good thing. I tell him to go to school. I go to college. And Lorenzo's like, he goes, it's not what it's not what you say. He goes, it's what he sees. He goes, it's the cars, uh, it's the money. And he goes, and he goes, he tried to, he goes, he threw. He goes, I came home one day and he was throwing away his baseball cards because he said Mickey Mantle wasn't going to pay my rent. And his sonny and uh, Jimmy Whisper start laughing like, yeah. he goes, he said that? He, 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 yeah, he said that. <laughs> and he's like, that's not funny. He goes, he goes, it's not funny when your nine-year-old kid's got a bigger bank account than than, than you do. And Sonny's like, well, I offered a job, but you said no to me. And he goes, yes. And I say no now. He goes, just leave my son alone, please. And, and Sonny jumps up, hey. He goes, I treat that kid like he's my son. He goes, well, he's not your son. He's my son. And he goes, <clears throat> so you go, so just stay away from him. And Sonny's like, what? And he goes, you stay away from him. And Sonny goes, get the fuck out of here before I give you a slap. And he's like, <laughs> I, was, I mean, that, that's what I loved about Lorenzo, man. I mean, he knew what he, what he was getting into going in there. And he's like, he's like, look, he goes, I'm not afraid of you. He goes, he goes, I know who you are and I know what you're capable of, uh, capable of. He goes, he goes, but right now he goes, he goes, you're stepping out of line. And he goes, you can ask anybody in this neighborhood that, that, uh, I'm a good guy. And he goes, but right now he goes, uh, you're wrong. You don't, you don't fool with another man's family. He goes, it's my son, not yours. And he's like, what? And he goes, he goes, you stay away from him. And that's when Sonny's like, get the fuck out of here before I give you a slap. And he's like, just stay away from him. And he's like, go on, go ahead. He Sonny's starting to walk up to him. And um, what I loved about uh, Jimmy Whispers, he was like, he felt, it seemed like Jimmy Whispers felt both sides. Of course, he's going to side more with Sonny. But then he also seen this out of just the look in uh, Jimmy Whispers' eyes. If you, I've seen this movie a billion times. And he's like looking at Sonny. He's looking over at uh, Lorenzo kind of going back and forth like, oh, fuck, man. Come on, Lorenzo. Just just leave. Shut up and leave. He had that look in his eye. So he's really pushing Lorenzo out. And Sonny's kind of like, get the fuck out of here. So he kind of they leaves. And then they walk outside. And then uh, little Cologelo is like, where's my money? And he goes, he goes, it's inside. And he goes, what? And he goes, so he goes, that, that, that was my money. And he goes, he goes, that, he goes, that's bad money. He goes, I don't want you to have that money. And he's like, Dad, I worked for it. And he goes, you just stay away from him. And he's like, Dad, please. And he goes, you just stay away from him. And then he just slaps him because little Cologelo goes, Dad, listen to me. And then he slaps him. And he goes, did you hear me what I said? <laughs> he goes, did you hear what I said? He goes, stay away from him. And this is when uh, little Cologelo is like, uh, he's like, he goes, he goes, Sonny's right, man. The working, the working man is a sucker. He's a sucker. And he's like, he's wrong. He goes, don't take much to pull a trigger, but try getting up every morning, day after day, and work for a living. Let's see him try that. Then we'll see who the real tough guy is. The working man is a tough guy. Your father's the tough guy. That scene right there, I mean, that was some stuff that my dad said to me. And it, it was some stuff that I, I just, I was, whoa, whoa. I mean, I my worth ethic in, in my life is what I learned from my dad. Did my dad slap me around? Of course it did, man. I got out of line and, psh, and he showed me who was the boss. Um, that I hated him at the time for it, but now growing up, realize that all the beatings I took from my parents, I think about, I can still remember every time. 
it was me fucking up, of course. I mean, we're kids. We're all we're all gonna fuck up. <laughs> so and then sometimes you just gotta you gotta take a beating. Everybody takes a beating. Um <laughs> but <laughs> when I say beating, I mean I mean not a beating beating, but it's more like just discipline spankings. I know it's sore subject now, but I mean you raise your kids the way you raise your kids. <laughs> so but um little colloquial or C, he was like he goes he goes, everybody loves him. He goes, do you think everybody loved you? And he goes, it's the same thing. And he goes, it's not the same thing. He goes, nobody loves him. They fear him. And he goes, and he's just telling him, he goes, like, he basically sounded like, I love you. And he goes, there's a difference. And then little Cologelo was like, I don't understand. And he kind of picks him and goes, look, man, he goes, you'll, you'll understand uh, when you're older. And he kind of picks him up and he's walking and hugging him. And he's like, hey, I'm sorry I hit you. But I can see why he did. I mean, it wasn't like he slugged him or anything. I mean, a little closure got out of line and, Dad, listen to me. And as a father, you don't want your kids yelling at you like that, especially in, in a heated up moment like that. Your adrenaline's pumped, and he just he just gave him a little smack to yeah. for him to slow his roll. But I mean, that I like this, this whole scene. Uh, yeah, I like the small little part at the end where. Uh, Sonny's watching from the window and Jimmy's like, you want me to take care of it? And he's just like, nah, leave it alone. Yeah. But I'm like, Damn, every... I mean, that's how down, down his crew was. I mean, it's it's different. Like I said about Jimmy Whispers, he was like in, in the middle of it trying to, hey man, let's get out of here, Lorenzo. You, you this, this shit can go uh, another direction. But again, he's got to stay loyal. To him, he goes, yeah. You want me to take care of it? He goes, nah, leave him alone. Yeah, Sonny, you want me to go give him that smack? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, they, I mean, these guys ain't no joke, especially if you are if you got a big crew. So yeah, all right. Then there's a big time jump. I think he was what ten or something like that in the beginning. Nine. And no, no, he was nine. And then they jump forward, uh, and uh, he was uh, seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we got the the older C and the older Mario and and Slick. And that kid that played Slick, man, he played um Joe Pesci's role in Goodfellas when he was young. Oh, selling um, cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Uh, he was also I know I've seen him in a Spider Man, the first Spider Man movie. Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. He was a cop in it for like a second. So yeah, we flash forward to I think it's nineteen sixty eight. So little uh or C, he is a teenager, still in school. All of them are in school, but they're basically just taking up space. Except for C, he still uh, does his test, makes the grades and everything. Because like, like he said, man, he doesn't want to let his dad down, mom and dad down. He especially doesn't want to let Sonny down at this point. Because Sonny keeps telling him, look, go to school. He goes, get two educations. So he didn't want to. I think he just mainly didn't want Sonny to. Uh, look, feel bad about him. So yeah, he's taking Sonny. They're at the track. This part was funny because they're doing whatever, and their their horse is in the lead, and they're like, "Yeah, man, it's got it in the bag." And then here comes Eddie Mush. He goes, "Yeah, go." I think it was Kryptonite. Come on, Kryptonite, go, go. And then they all look at him like, "Fuck." He bet the fucking horse. Tearing, everybody's just tearing up their tickets before the race ends. <laughs> yeah. They're still running, but Sonny's like, fuck it, man. We've been jinxed. They just tore up their tickets. And little uh, little C's like, what? And he goes, nah, man. He goes, look, he bet the four, the same horse, man. We we lost. 
So Cologel is still or C. He's still like, ah, oh, come on, come on. And Sonny and the gang all just leave. And then, yeah, since Eddie Mush bet the horse, they lost. <laughs> so everybody left. Um, so now we get uh, to Slick and the gang. They're all hanging out at the their own. They found their own little social club. I think it was called the Deuces Wild or something. Let me yeah. see. So yeah. That's when they're talking about the, the, the Mario test. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all sitting there hanging out and they're saying, Yeah, he goes, uh, we just like to cut school and hang out and um hang out in front of their own little club. And they say it's I guess it's a little bar. I don't know. It says yeah, it's a social it's, club. It's, yeah. <laughs> they said the cigarettes and the jukebox pay the rent. So at different times, <laughs> like, who's running this place? <laughs> yeah. Selling cigarettes to little teenagers. So, anyway, so they're all sitting there hanging out, and then these girls walk by and they're like, oh, oh, and then they start the cat calls, and one kid's speaking Italian to him. And uh uh Mario's like, Yeah, man, he goes, those, those girls, he goes, Yeah, they're they're nothing. And they're like, What? And he goes, You can't they can't trust them. He goes, well, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, they're both pigs. And goes, how do you know? And he's like, ah, fuck you, see. And so he's like, how do you know? He goes, they failed my test in a second. And he's what? What are you talking about? And he goes, he goes, they'll face the, they've got to put the Mario test on them. And like, what's that? And he goes, basically, he goes, you get one of those chicks, you take, you get on the freeway uh, in a convertible, I guess. And he goes, you just pull up to one of those big rigs and do what you got to do to get that uh, driver's attention to look down at you from his cab into their car. And he goes, and he goes, and when you do that, he goes, you grab the back of that girl's head and then you just push it down into your lap. <laughs> and you push, push it down on the old brazil. Yeah. And he goes, if that if that girl uh, goes down on you, knowing that 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 <laughs> that guy that guy in the truck is looking at you, then she's a pig and she can't be trusted. <laughs> so, oh man, that sounds like my buddy's uncle. They they talked all crazy like that. So, so you, we see what kind of gang he hangs out with. And then while they're sitting there talking, this um, nice car, again, I don't know cars, look like an Impala, drives by, and it's got uh, four black guys in it. And then a little slick starts with the N-words again. He goes, man, that's like the third time they drove by here. And then uh, C is like, they ain't bothering us. Why are you bothering us? We go, what's the problem? He goes, that, he goes I have a problem with it. And they just like kind of arguing at it. And then. They're like, they shouldn't be here, man. They need to stay over in their own neighborhood. And then <laughs> Crazy Mario goes, fucking baseball bat their fucking heads. <laughs> so they cut. And then some other dude starts walking by. And C goes, hey, hey. He goes running after him. And the guy goes, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. I got to go. I got this thing. And he goes, what? And he goes, that kid, he uh, owes me 20 bucks. He's been dodging me for over a week now. Uh, so they're sitting. And then all of a sudden they hear a bus horn and then he looks over and it's uh sees dad and he's like come on come on come with me so he's like hey man i gotta go see my dad like all right man come back so he gets on the bus with his dad well first he goes and goes yeah what and he goes come on take a ride with me and he goes do i have to and he goes get on so he gets on the bus and he's sitting there doing his thing and uh he starts his dad's listening to jazz. I, mean, I like some jazz, but the shit he was listening to just sounded like noise. I know everyone says that, that stuff so, about my music. <laughs> my music was so loud on the bus. 
Yeah, I, mean, I bet his left ear was ringing because it was hell out. <laughs> um, saxophone was gone. <laughs> so he's looking around on the bus and he notices uh, this young uh, black girl sitting there, uh, Terrell Hicks. Beautiful, beautiful woman. And like I've said this before, black don't crack. Because this was what, 93 when this movie came out? I don't know how old she was. If you follow her on Instagram like I do in 2023. <laughs> Yeah, she's, uh, she's exactly the same. It's <laughs> uh, Keisha from Belly. Have we done that movie yet? Yeah. We've done so many everyone. I always say this. I don't remember what we've done. Actually, Keisha. did you get the did you get the steel book? That's Belly? a steel book? Yeah. It was a while ago <laughs> when I got it. I got it at Best Buy. <laughs> Uh, really side note, man. I went I went in there the other day, man. Oh, it's their media section is getting smaller and smaller. Pretty soon it's gonna be just one of those little aisle things because it was it's thinning uh, out said, hard. Said after starting the 2024, they ain't uh, Best Buy ain't doing physical media no more. Well, Walmart's taking over, steelbook wise. I see them out there. Yeah, I've seen a whole bunch of new steelbooks. Uh, I think it's on Instagram. Go follow uh, the Disc Father. He'd be letting everybody know the newest releases. And Walmart's got a lot of steelbooks coming in the next couple months. The Disc Father? Yeah. Oh, man. I got to follow this guy. Uh, The Disc. Oh, here he is. Is it just the disc father? All one yeah, word? Yeah, one word. Yeah. I see you're following him. All right. There he is. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, Lil C is checking out. Um, he doesn't know her name at the time. He just sees her on the bus. She gets off and goes over to her neighborhood. And he knows she's, she's interested. She keeps looking over and smiling. He's smiling at her. And she gets off the bus. And she... Luke kind of does the look back, and while he's t- while he's like breaking his neck, looking out the window, she's still walking and still looking at the bus. So they kind of like ah, but then he didn't he didn't bust the move or anything. So he uh, we get back to the neighborhood. Uh, C gets out, and then he looks over, and uh, Lorenzo sees uh, Sonny, and Sonny and the gang just kind of look at him, but they don't. They don't nod, they don't smile, they kind of just kind of make eye eye contact and then and then ride off. And but when, when yeah. she gets off the bus, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, one of them guys was like, "Sonny, you want me to go give him a smack?" I mean, I get it. <laughs> and I mean, those guys just trying to let Sonny know that they're still loyal, basically. Yeah, because you know, there's always that one guy who's like, "You can't, can you believe how this fucking bus driver is looking at you, Sonny?" Yeah, a little instigator. <laughs> So when uh, C gets off the bus, he sees that kid again that owes him money. He's like, hey, hey. And he goes running after him. And then as he that kid's like, oh, man, I, I got this thing. And he goes, you, you can't run forever. And then uh, Sonny's like, hey, hey. And he goes, what's this kid doing? And he goes, get over here. And he goes, man, he owes me money. And he goes, what? And his guys are like, take a fucking bat to his head. And then they start, yeah, just clocking one. And Sonny's like, oh. And he goes, he goes, he goes, what are you telling this kid? And then he goes, 
He goes, don't listen to him. And he goes, he goes, don't listen to them, you fucking hoodlums. <laughs> so he's like, hey, come on, come with me. Come on. So they start walking. And he's telling them, like, yeah, man. He goes, this guy owes me like 20 bucks. And he's been ducking and dodging me. And he goes, uh, he goes, what the? He goes nothing. He goes. He goes. Do you like this kid? And he's like, no. He goes. I don't even. I don't even like him. He goes. Look. He goes. It's twenty dollars. He's out of your life for twenty dollars. He goes. Forget about it. So. He's kind of. And like, that's that's good advice right there, because I have a couple people, still to this day, if I see them somewhere and I know that they see me, you could tell that they they're looking directly at me and then just kind of make a quick left and get out of there. Yeah, I've done. I've had that too, you know, but so I don't loan nobody no money. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm, the struggle is real. I ain't got me money. I don't got money to be handing out to people. I don't know why people think I'm rich. I ain't rich. I got a. I got a job. I live check to check. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so he's the yeah. Sonny's just talking to him, giving him some more street facts, and telling him about that. Yeah, he goes. You just you gotta be, you gotta be down for for yours. And then he's telling him, he goes, yeah, when he was locked up, um, when he was, cause he was like, basically, he goes, look, man, you you don't want to do this, you don't want to go to jail. He goes, I, I went and did my time when I was in jail. He goes, well, what did you do? He goes, yeah, some guys lift weights, some guys get in trouble. He goes, well, what did you do? He goes, I read. And he's like, I just, just read all kinds of books. And then basically schooling him again, like, look. Um, basically giving them the wasted talent thing, the wasted but talent. Like, look, man, you you gotta be, you gotta you gotta you gotta have two educations. You gotta be smart, go to school, uh, know what's going on in the streets and everything. And he's just telling them, like, look, man, he goes, this this life that I'm living ain't it ain't for you. So just keep on the straight and narrow and do do what you gotta do to survive. And then he's telling them, like, yeah, man. He goes, like, come on, let's let's go get something to eat. Because they tell him, he goes, yeah, man, nobody cares. So then they go into a little restaurant and he starts talking to him about it. And he's talking about uh, everyone in this neighborhood. And he goes, yeah. He goes, look. He goes, I, I, I'll tell a joke and everyone laughs. And he goes, he goes, he goes, I know I'm funny, but I'm not that funny. And then he's basically telling him, he goes, yeah, these guys, are they, they stay loyal to me. He goes, I can't be, I can't let them, uh, have too much because they're going to basically they're not going to be loyal to him anymore so he goes i give them just enough so they'll stay loyal to him and he goes like look and they get another another speech and he goes look he goes don't do what i do and then he's like look he goes do you want to be loved do you want to be feared and he goes i want to be feared he goes i he goes i don't want to be loved because he's basically telling him, like nobody cares uh, about you he goes he goes i got all these crew around me he goes but i guarantee you they don't they don't care so he was like oh okay so again <clears throat> all the stuff that was sunny was saying to him i mean it's true he wasn't telling him like look man go out there do what you gotta do kill this person and get paid he, he wasn't doing all that he was telling he was telling um see the the stuff that he does and that how he keeps his crew in line and basically look this is what i do don't you do it? And I mean, see, so just sat there, man. He he listened to, to Sonny with all the stuff, and even when his dad was telling him all the same thing, because look, you see all that, don't do it. You don't want that. So Lorenzo and Sonny were both saying the same thing. You don't want this. We want you as those two, father uh, Lorenzo and Sonny, 
go to school, make something of yourself. And there's nothing better, nothing worse than wasted talent, what his dad was always telling him. Mm-hmm. So they're, while they're sitting there, they hear all those rumbling of uh, motorcycles. They look out the window and they see this, uh, this little biker club, the Satan's Messengers, uh, mobbing down the street. They go into the Shea Bippy, uh, and they're just trying to get a beer. So they walk in there. Well, Sonny's like, "What's going on?" He goes, "Hey man, these you guys aren't you guys aren't properly dressed." And then he's like, well, "Sonny's like, what's the problem?" He goes, "Hey man, this guy here, your, your man here, saying that uh, we're not dressed right." And he goes, "We just want a couple beers, and we'll be on our way." And he's like, "All right, man, just a couple beers." And he goes, "Yeah." He goes, "Hey man, just all right, give him give him some beers." So they're like, "All right." So they're like, "Hey man, all right, give give us some couple cold ones." And these guys, of course, they got their uh, their club vests on. They're not a gang. They're a biker club, motorcycle club. Mm-hmm. Uh, respect it. I respect it. I got some friends that are in that are in motorcycle clubs, as well as my um, mm-hmm. my, my homie's uh, dad and his uncles. Uh, and they're like these guys. They got the old jean Levi's denim jet vests. They're like um, was that Opie's dad? What was his name? In Sons of Anarchy. Oh, Piney. Yeah. He didn't have the leather cut, man. He had the old school yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> That's how my, my buddy, my buddy's uh, dad and his crew were. I can't remember the name of the club. It was something. I think it was Italian. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I was little. Um. Anyway, so these guys are in there like, all right, man, this is to our host. To the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, and they shake the beers and they start squirting the beer all over the place. And the bartender is like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck?" And then Sonny walks in and is like, "Hey," and that guy goes, "Oh, oh, you again?" And he goes, "He goes, hey, you shouldn't have done that." And he goes, "Now you gotta leave." And he goes, "Now that biker guy goes, I'll tell you when I leave." He goes, "Get the fuck out of here." And then when he goes, "Yeah, go watch the bikes." Sonny walks over to the door, shuts it, and then locks it from the inside. And then he comes around. Everyone turns around, and looks, and he goes, "Now you, you can't leave." And then it's just a, kind of like the camera just pans across all the guys there, and uh, everyone's looking at him. And uh, um, little C is standing right there too. And he goes, "I'll never forget the look on those guys' faces." Uh, he goes, "Their mouths just dropped." And then all of a sudden, here comes the rest of the gang out of the back. With bats and pool cues and everything, and then this big brawl breaks out. <laughs> this part was awesome. It just a big old bar fight, man. Bottles and everybody. Uh, Jojo the whales got some dude pinned up against the bar. Uh, Jimmy Whispers comes out with a gun. <laughs> Jojo was putting in some work. <laughs> yeah. He was getting people with chairs and. <laughs> Jimmy Whispers was pistol whipping some guy. We see other dudes with pipes. Uh, and bats and, and pool cues. Somebody tried to grab Tony. Tony buys toupee. Yeah. Uh, and uh, see, he just kind of he got knocked down, so he just fell to the ground. And uh, Sonny and everyone, and Sonny was doing the uh, De Niro from Goodfellas and just dropping those hard heels on some dude's face and kicking them and this scene was awesome man they, they mean sonny's crew came in and beat the shit out of all of these dudes and then they just threw them outside in front of the bar uh and then they started <laughs> smashing their uh their bikes and everything uh one of the dudes one of the the biker guys kind of got up and started to run and they're like get him so slick and uh crazy mario and the gang 
they all go running after him. They catch him and he falls behind this little stoop and they all just start beating the shit out of him. Some dude looks like he's got a bat or a stick or something. They're just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, they're wrecking the bikes. Sonny throws a garbage can at one of the at one of the bikes and is like, "Watch my car!" So they all just start beating the hell out of all these guys. I love this part because Sonny grabs the main guys and he's like, "Look at me!" And he goes, "Remember?" And he goes, "I did this to you. Remember it?" And then he just slams his face back down on the ground. So they're like, come on, Sonny, we got to go. We got to get out of here. So everyone, they just jump in their cars and, and get the hell out of there. I mean, but that's true, though, man. You can't be. First of all, don't go in anyone's neighborhood thinking you're raw. And you, this shit happens. They're lucky none of them got killed. <laughs> so, but they came. When Sonny ran back to the main dude with a bat, and just doosh, slammed him in the head. I'm surprised that didn't kill him. But they, they, they shut up shop and everyone in their suits took off. Uh, even uh, the guy with the toupee, he put his toupee on, and they all rolled out of there. <laughs> so, um, this this scene was was fucking ruthless because uh, we got some um, slick in the gang and and see they're all standing outside, and some guy selling guns, and uh, little slick is like, oh man, he goes, I can't wait to fucking kill somebody, and one of the guys goes, that's the gun to do it, and he goes, I want to shoot somebody too. And then Sonny comes walking over. He goes, what's going on here? So that kid start, tries to pack up his bags. And then Sonny slams him up against the ground or against the wall, starts slapping. He goes, what are you doing, selling guns around here? He goes, you're going to fuck around and get us all pinched to make this place hot. Get the fuck out of here. So he grabs him and pushes him away. And he's like, hey, hey, stop. Come back here. And they're like, hey, Sonny, what? And then he just starts slapping up, slicking those guys. And they're like, see, get over here. <laughs> he goes, I want to talk to you. Get over here. So all those guys ran off. So. Sonny takes C uh, off to the side and starts yelling at him. And uh, back and he goes, well, you think you're a tough guy? Uh Uh-uh. Think you're a tough guy? (laughs) He goes, they're they're jerk-offs. And Slick is the main (laughs) jerk-off. He goes, but they're my friends, jerk-offs. And and again, after he drops the sign, he goes, like, look. And he goes, you think you're a tough guy with this gun? And he goes, we'll see how tough you got. He goes, when that other guy's got a gun, and then you have a gun, and then we'll see who the real tough guy is. And he's like, he goes, understand. He goes, he goes, this isn't for you. And those kids, they're going to get you in trouble. And that's when he starts calling them jerk-offs. And then he he ends it with, he goes, this isn't for you. He goes, don't do what I do. And he's like, all right, all right, man. He goes, okay. And he goes, what, what have I been telling you this whole time? And he goes, I know. And he goes, stay in school, get educated. And he goes, right. He goes, he goes, I do what I got to do. This is my life, not yours. And he goes, I do what I have to do. He goes, this isn't for you. I mean, that's what I loved about Sonny. I mean, no matter all the crazy shit that's, that C has seen so far, he still tells him, look, don't do what I do. Because he, see, he sees, Sonny sees it and see that he's he's a good kid because he comes from a good family. It's not, it'd be different if his mom and dad were pieces of shit and just let... See, do run all over the place and do and do stupid shit. But Sonny sees that this kid has something in him, so he keeps telling him, "Look, man." He goes, "Don't, don't do what I do." But he's telling, him, "Hey, man, I got. I want to go to the fights. Do you want to go?" And he goes, ah, "I'm going with my dad." So this part was kind of fucked up too. Kind of made me mad because uh, C and uh, his dad are at the fights and they're way up top. He's kind of like, "Oh man, I hope I don't get a nosebleed up here." Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Come on, man. Wish my kids would say something like that. I mean, 
my dad, my mom and dad took us to A's games and all that. Did I want to sit down there behind the dugout? Anybody does, if you love baseball or any kind of sports. But if you go to a football game, if you think you're like right there in the front, you can't see shit, my opinion. I'd, I'd rather sit up higher so I can at least see the whole field. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, they we always sat either on the second deck or the third deck or in the bleachers. And I still had a good time. I didn't care. I was in there because I loved baseball and I was supporting my team, even though my team didn't support me because they don't give a fuck about me because they're moving to dumbass Las Vegas. So fuck the A's and the Raiders. Fuck both of you guys. Well, let me take that back. I'm still down for the A's until Oakland is gone. But I guess we got a new baseball team, the Oakland Ballers. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You guys, you guys sticking with that name? Um, I guess it's just the Oakland. Oakland Ballers. Yeah, I'm like, uh, it, it, they keep saying the bees, and that makes me laugh because everyone's going, <laughs> the bees. <laughs> um, since we're not the A's, now we're the bees. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know where they're playing. They're saying they're playing at some college field, and I'm like, if they play at that college field, it feels small. Sell like two tickets and it'd be sold out. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to support the team, but look up the Oakland Ballers. Um, they still got the the green and uh, the green and gold colors. So I, I assume that's an Oakland color, but I don't know. The A's, I, I assume they're still green in in Vegas. I don't, I don't know. Well, I still go. I'm gonna go down to that stadium once they build it and check it out. And damn it, there better be a roof over it because I'm not sitting in 100 plus degrees trying to watch baseball. Fuck that. It's hot in Vegas. Anyway, so. Uh yeah, so they're sitting up in the nosebleeds, and that Sonny or C gives that crack to his dad, and is like, "Look, um, he goes, this is the best I can do. Goes, what do you want me to do?" And he goes, "You know, Dad, I'm I'm just I'm just messing with you." So and then uh, one of Sonny's boys comes up, and he's like, "Hey, hey, Lorenzo, AC." And he goes, "Look, man, Sonny's got some seats down there, uh, ringside. If you guys want to come down and, and join us, and um." Uh, Lorenzo's like, you know what? Hey, tell Sonny thanks, but um, I'm happy with my seat right here. And then uh, he looks over at his son, and then he's like, yeah. He goes, um, tell Sonny, okay, thank you, but uh, we're fine where we're at. And then he's like, he he goes, all right, man, because you know where you are. If, if anytime you want to come down. So sitting there, and then Lorenzo kind of looks over at, at Colosolo and like, look. And he goes, if you want to go down there and be with your friends, go down. And he goes, I paid for my seat, so I'm staying here. And then he looks at it and goes, how does that make me feel that you want to go down there and you don't want to be with me? And he's like, kind of gave him the guilt trip. But I mean, but that's real though, man. Fuck all that, man. Mm-hmm. He he works hard for his kid. And may be happy that he brought you to this. And like I said. When my dad took us to, to places anywhere, I mean, took us to the circus when we were kids, baseball, football, whatever. I didn't care. I'm still to this day. I don't care where I'm at as long as I'm in there, especially with wrestling, uh, wrestling events, do, WrestleMania. Do I want to be ringside? Fuck yeah, anybody does. But as long as I'm in the, the stadium, in the building, I'm fine. I can watch a screen. I can still look down there and still get the same amount of enjoyment uh, of, of being yeah, there. I mean- and when the opportunity comes up, just finesse your way down to the floor. Exactly. <laughs> and I've done that many times. Have I sat behind the dugout? Many times. <laughs> uh, not the whole game, but I see that those seats are empty and just, yeah. Hey, what's up? And just sit down and act like I belong. That's what I always say. If you can do stuff like that, 
act like you belong there. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they're watching the fight and everything, and I'm sure it was awkward the whole time, especially from his dad. I mean, that would make me mad. But anyway, back to school. Uh, they're there. They're the the, the guys want to leave, but they uh, he's like, nah, I, I gotta take a test, and this is when uh, C uh, sees uh, the um, the the black girl. This time we don't know her name yet. So he sees her in the hallway. She's smiling, looking at him. He sees her, and then he's like, ah. He goes, all right, because the guys are like, hey man, we're gonna go. You should come with it. Because nah, I gotta stay here. I gotta test. And I'm like, fuck the test. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I, I gotta take it. I missed it the last time. But uh, but Jane or her name is Jane. But we find out in a minute. She does give him a little like mouth uh, like hi, and he's like just looking at her with his mouth open. So but he uh, <clears throat> he's watching her. She's watching him, and he notices that she's out in front of the uh, school. Later on, so he goes out there and starts talking to her and introduces himself, and she introduces herself, and they're kind of talking like, "Hey, are you waiting for someone?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm waiting for uh, my brother." And he goes, "Uh, I'm, I just he walks me home sometimes." He goes, "Well, if he's not here, I can walk you home." So like, all right, cool. So they kind of start walking and talking. Walk. I don't know how far where she lived, but she walked. Uh, they walked all the way to her neighborhood, and um. So they're just walking, talking, getting to know each other. But when they get there, they notice uh, this car rolls by, uh, looking out at him, looking at her. And then there's a, a little record store and a bar on the corner. And everyone's looking. I mean, it's an all-black neighborhood. And you see the one white guy, of course, you can stick out like a sore thumb. So he's like, hey, well, all right, well, I guess this is uh, as far as I go. And uh, she goes, you know, I, I only live right there, so I, I don't know. I'll uh I'll walk the rest of the way, and there all the guys are over on this corner looking at him, and she's like okay, and then he kind of, hey man, it was, it was nice talking to you, and then he kind of like you know what we should uh we should do something sometime. So he said we want to take her to the movie or whatever. So yeah, we'll we'll just uh, meet at the school. So he's like all right, so she walks off, and then when he starts walking away. Uh, one of the guys across the street picks up a bottle and throws it at him, and then push, and like get the fuck out of here, you white motherfucker. And then he sees it, he turns around, and then he just starts running. Um, he got the I've, funniest run. Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. I've been in a neighborhood where I didn't belong, and things got thrown at me. <laughs> so I, I felt this. I felt this. Uh, back at the Deuces Wild, uh, Slick and the gang—they're all hanging out in front. They're sitting there just doing their thing. Uh, these little black kids riding by on bikes and they're looking at him and slick the little racist asshole here he's like what the fuck man these inwards can't ride around their own neighborhood and he's like fuck that so he slick runs out and just grabs one of them on the bike and just starts punching them and all the rest of the guys jump up they grab the other guys on the bikes and they just start beating up these black kids and then they're like see get over here so he runs over there. He grabs one of the guys, and he's just sees just trying to hold him down. And that guy's like, "Get off me! Get off me!" He's like, "He goes, just stay down, just stay down. I don't want to hurt you." And Mario and the rest of the gang and Slick, they're all just beating the hell out of all these guys. And then uh, Slick runs over to um, see. He goes, "What are you doing? Dancing with him?" And he's like, "Nah." And he goes, "Come on!" He goes, "We gotta go." Because then someone's yelling, "Hey, man! The police are coming!" And he goes, "Yeah, I can see the lights." And he goes, get out of here. And everyone's like, ah. And Slick's like, he goes, what are you doing? Or no, 
uh, C was pushing Slick away because he was going to hit uh, that one kid uh, with a garbage can. He goes, like, you're going to kill him. He goes, I want to kill him. So they're like, ah, so they all just kind of run. And then they're like, shit. So they all get away. C's back with Sonny, and they're kind of driving around, and he starts telling them that, yeah, he's got um, – uh, some issues uh, on what's going on because he told that Sonny, of course, it happened in his neighborhood, so he knows uh, about what happened well, with the black kids. So they're like, "Hey, he's telling." He goes, "Yeah, man." He goes, "He's uh, C starts telling Sonny about this uh, girl that he wants to see," and he's like, "Oh." He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "But it's a problem." He's like, "Why?" And he goes, "She's from uh, Webster Avenue." He's like, "Oh, so she's a colored girl?" Uh, and he's like, "Yeah." And he goes, you like this girl? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, and then what's the problem? And he goes, well, she's black, and I don't want to hear it from the guys. And he's like, fuck Who? those guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, he's like, fuck them. I like this part, because when they get in the car, they're driving in reverse. <laughs> I don't, don't ask me why. I don't think they really went into it. <laughs> well, I, I told my daughter, because she was like, why is he driving in reverse? And I was like, because when he's ready to go home, he just goes straight home. <laughs> Yeah, you just get in and zoop, go straight there. So he's telling him, he goes, yeah. He goes, look, you're going you gonna to see this girl again? you going to see this broad again? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, we're going to go to the movies tomorrow or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, all right. And he goes, uh, he's telling him, he goes, yeah, he goes, I really want to make an impression of this girl. And he goes, oh, so you like this girl? And he goes, like, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, you can take my car tomorrow. I'll make a good impression on her. And he goes, but first you got to give her the test. And he goes, <laughs> and C goes, what, the Mario test? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, Mario, he goes, he goes, that kid's a psycho. Why do you listen to him? <laughs> Why do you listen you, to that kid? <laughs> Mario did something to Sonny, because every time that his name is brought, he's like, kid's a fucking psycho. <laughs> and he goes, no, you, he goes, you give him my test. You give him the door test. And he's like, what that? And he goes, you, you pull up to her, and you, you get out, you, you lock both doors, um, and then you go over and you open the door for her, uh, let her in, and then <clears throat> go around to the back. Look look through the back window. He goes, if she leans over and unlocks the door for you, and he goes, then, then she's the one. And if she doesn't, and he goes, then you dump her quick. <laughs> he goes, get rid of her. <laughs> so he's like, what? He goes, she could be one of the greats. And he goes, get rid of her. <laughs> she's, he goes, if she doesn't unlock the door, she's a selfish broad. So he's like, ah, okay. <laughs> so uh, I like that. So we're back at the house. He's getting ready for his date. And his dad's like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm just, he's just shaving. And he goes, um, he goes, dad, let me ask you something. He's like, what? He goes, uh, Jimmy Oso is going out with a with a with a black girl. He goes, "What do you think about that?" And he goes, "Well," and can't he goes, find a "Girl from his own neighborhood." Yeah, he can't, he basically can't find a white girl here. He's like, "No," and he goes, "Well," he goes, "He goes, well, they they can stick with theirs, and we're gonna stick with ours." And then he goes, "He basically said, I'm not a racist." <laughs> he goes, "Dad," he goes, "You are. You basically said you were." And he goes, well, what would you think if I'd go out uh, with a black girl? And he goes, well, you wouldn't do that. <laughs> he goes, he goes, well, you know, she could be one of the great ones. And he goes, great ones? He goes, yeah. And he was like, well, he goes, yeah, they stick with their kind. We stick with ours. I've heard that, too. Not from my parents. My mom and dad. Well, 
my mom didn't like me seeing white girls, but that was my mom. Um, but my dad didn't care. <laughs> I, I was like that too, man. I, I told my sons, I was like, look, I don't, I don't give a fuck who you guys see. Your mom might have an issue, but I don't. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm not gonna say their name because I, I think the, they listen to the show, but I know somebody that their parents are gone, and they still will not date outside their race. I had a lot of friends like that. I mean, especially um, uh, native friends and parents. They uh, one of one of our really really good friends of our family. Rest in peace, man. I love you and we miss you. She was like, "Nah." When I used to see white girls, she was like, "Oh my god, he can't, he can't find no uh, native girl." I was, <laughs> I saw the love sees no color. Her <laughs> boys and girls. My opinion. Did I marry a native woman? Yes, I did. I love her and everything, but yeah, I told my son too. Because I mean, it's different. I mean, for here in here where I'm living at, I mean, a lot of these the native girls here um, are related to my kid. Uh, the the guys and gals were related to everyone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my my grandsons, man, their dad's white. <laughs> that wasn't my choice, <laughs> but. <clears throat> they don't know that side of the family anyway, because I'm they're that side of the family, fuckheads. Um, but they choose not to be a part of my grandson's lives. Me, I chose to be a part of their lives, so they're learning our ways. If then, when they are older, if they're old enough to understand. If they want to know that side of their family, fine. That you live your life. If you want. They have two older. They have two older brothers. If you want to meet your brothers and know that side of the family, I'm a, that's your option. Me right now? Nope. You you know us. That's me, everyone. I'm only saying that because they that side of the family chooses not to be in their boys in, in their lives. If the roles were reversed and they were with their dad because their mom's a fuck up, and I would still want to be in my grandson's lives. I don't know. I I can't speak for the other grandparents. They choose not to be in their lives, so my I fuck them. But anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so, yeah, his dad was like telling him, he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, do that. So he didn't say that he was going to go out with a black girl. I assume his, his dad found out. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> so uh, C goes up, uh, picks up Sonny's car. He goes over to the school to see uh, Jane. He gets up there. He's all happy. Then she gets out of another car and she's all like, he's like, oh, fuck, because she looks all mad. Walking across the street. Don't get black women mad. I'll tell you that from experience. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I'm scared of black women. <laughs> I have a family full, so <laughs> don't 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 do that. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Um, I mean, I love my I love my friend, my homies, uh, and I love their families. But seeing the stuff I grew up, uh, <laughs> their moms, their aunts, their sisters. Grandma, big mama, she was always nice to me, always fed me. You're hungry, baby. Come and sit down and eat. You're too skinny. Rest in peace. I love you. She was the only one who was nice to me. But everyone else, no, nah, man, I saw how mean they were. <laughs> That's, that made me scared of black women. <laughs> and and it, it, I sound, it's it's funny to me because it's just what I grew up when grew up uh, in the neighborhood I grew up in. But, yeah, she came across with that evil look. And he's like, what? He goes, hey, my brother was in your neighborhood, and uh, he got beat up. And um, he he goes. I told him I was gonna go see an Italian, so he want he wanted to come with me. And uh, she was like, he was like, were you there? And he was like, no. Nah. He goes, uh, he goes, I'm, it wasn't me. He goes, I wasn't there. 
And she goes, he goes, are you lying to me? He's like, no, no, I didn't do it. And she goes, like, please don't lie to me. He goes, I swear to you, because I wasn't there. She goes, all right, we'll see. And she goes, Willie, he's over in the car. And so he comes over and he's like, yeah, that's him. That's him. But when when he sees the kid, he's like, fuck. (laughs) The the look (laughs) on his face, he sees him. And then he's like, nah, he goes like, fuck. And he goes, yeah, that's him. That's him. And he goes, look, man, he goes, he goes, I was trying to protect you. And she's like, so you were there. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I was there. And he goes, why are you lying to me? (laughs) And that guy's like, he goes, yeah, you did this to me, man. You did this to me. And the, and the, the two guys are arguing. And he goes, like, look, man, he goes, I tried to fucking help you. And he goes, and he goes, no, and he goes, you did it. And he goes, I know you did. How'd my eye get like this? And C's trying to tell Jane, like, look, man, he goes, he goes, it wasn't me. I was trying to help him. And she's like, why'd you lie to me? And he goes, like, like I, I didn't just backpedal it. And the other guy's like, get in his face because you did this to me. And he goes, you know, I, he goes, you know, he goes, it was the other guys. And he goes, you know, I was trying to protect you. And he's like, you know, you did this, you did this. And he starts arguing. And then C just flew off the hinges he just he goes he, he basically tells him he goes like fuck you you fucking n-word and it just like you can hear a pin drop both of them jane just like <gasps> with the look in her eyes like and then he's like her brother was shaking like yeah, his head. you see you see yeah he I goes just you. like the rest of them and C knew what what he said he was because as soon as he said it he went fuck and i mean again man racism has talked to you and i'm sure he's heard that word a billion times especially hanging out with mario and them so jane is just like fuck this let's go so he's like god damn it sees all mad he gets back in the car and he rolls over to he drops it off to sunny and then hey sunny's like hey what's going on uh, while he's driving down the road, uh, C's dad looks out the window, and he sees uh, him driving Sonny's car. So they're like, "Hey, man!" He goes, "What happened?" He goes, "Oh, man, it's, it's not good, man. Just I, I just need to go." And Sonny's like, "Hey, man, come on, just come on, let's let's go get something to eat." And he goes, "No, nah, no, nah, I I just need to go." So the guy's like, "You want me to go get him?" And he goes, "No, nah, man, leave him alone." I'm like, "God damn, man! These these guys are ruthless." So want me to go give him a smack? so uh c's walking down the road with his head down and sonny's watching him and then c ends up going home and he goes into the house and his dad's like hey he goes he goes what were you driving sonny's car for he's like dad i I don't want to talk to you like no you're gonna talk about it he goes what are you doing and he goes dad just you're not gonna understand and he's telling him he's like just come on he goes what are you doing he goes i saw you driving this car he goes, I don't want you driving this car around. He goes, Dad, I don't have time for this. He goes, look. He goes, I'm going to put you in the mood. He goes, all right. He goes, I told you. He goes, I heard about those bikers in the fight. And then he goes, Dad, what do you want me to do? And he goes, you want me to run? You want people to think I have no heart? And he goes, well, he goes what do you mean? And he goes, he's telling me. He goes, he goes, those guys don't care about you. And he goes, he goes they're just, you're just going to wait till something happens and, and they're going to hurt you. And he's like, look. He goes, what have I been telling you this whole time? And he's like, Dad, he goes, I don't want to hear it. And he goes, no, you're going to hear it. And he starts, his dad, Lorenzo, just yelling at him. Like, look, he goes, sooner or later, something's going to happen. And he tells him, look. And he goes, he goes, they respect him. He goes, they don't respect him. They fear him. And he goes, there's a difference. And he goes, I want somebody who, who works hard, makes a living, takes care of himself, takes care of his family. He goes, look. 
he goes um he goes you're my only son and i'm looking out for your best interest but you got to know the saddest thing in life is wasted and and that's when uh c gets like look i don't want to hear this and he goes no you're gonna hear it and he starts laughing he goes my mother and father came here he goes your grandparents came here uh with nothing and he goes and they did the best for me and he goes he goes what do you mean he goes he goes we don't even own a he goes what do you mean they made the best for you he goes that he goes they died with nothing and he just stopped him right in the scene went look he goes don't you dare disrespect your grandparents i had to have that smack right about now i had to to one of my sons kind of got out of line and i had to to light him up uh his older teenagers trying to test me and uh, I, I did every time one of these kids try to, to to fucking test me, I got I spit out lines from this movie. <laughs> so, because one of my one of my grand one of my sons tried to say something about grandma, and I just stopped him dead in his track. And I said, "Don't you dare disrespect your grandmother." And uh, that's what he said. He goes, "He goes, my mother and father came to this country with nothing." And I mean that's true, man. I mean my grandparents, man, that they they kept it real on the res, and they didn't have much, but they did what they could for all of us, their kids and the grandparents. Because yeah, he he once uh, he he said something to, about his grandparents. That's when he just said, "Don't you dare disrespect them." So he just he just he grabbed him and threw him against the refrigerator and started telling him. And then sees like he goes, "What?" And he goes, "He goes, what do you mean?" He goes, "You think you can give me a better life?" He goes, "We don't even over a car." We don't even own a car. He goes, you just he goes, don't get mad at me because you're a bus driver. And he goes, the working man is a sucker. So he just kind of storms out of the house. Uh sees stomping across the street. And uh he hears uh <clears throat> uh Mario and the gang. They come pulling up in this car. They're like, Hey, see, he goes, Look what these N-words did to our place. Uh, over at the the Deuces Wild. They threw eggs and everything all over it. So like, come on, man, we're gonna go fucking deal with these guys. So he looks over at them, and this other car pulls up, and here comes Sonny in the gang. And uh, Slick sees him, like, fuck, there's Sonny, and they ooh, they throw their car in reverse. Sonny walks up on uh, C, grabs him and slaps him, and then throws him up against the wall. And he's like, he goes, hey, man, he goes, when you picked up your car, he goes, where did you go? And he goes, what did you do with my car? And he goes, he goes, I went to pick up Jane. He goes, was there really a Jane? He's like, talk to me. And he goes, tell me what you, where'd you go with my car? And he's like, he goes, well, I went and I picked her up, and uh, I did the, the 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 test or whatever. And he goes, he goes, look, and he he was telling me, he goes, look, man, he goes, we got in my car. He goes, we started it. He goes, we tried to start it, but the car wouldn't start. So we looked under the engine, and when there was something in there, and he goes, it didn't go off. And then he's just yelling at him. He goes, where? He goes, just tell me again. Don't lie to me. Where? He goes, where'd you go with my car? And he's just slapping up, uh, slapping C and throwing him against the wall. And he's like, he goes, I didn't do anything. He goes, I, I went to pick her up. And, he, and he's like, he goes, don't lie to me. He goes, he goes, I'm not lying. He goes, why would I want to hurt you? He goes, you've been like a father to me. And then he just, Sonny just kind of stopped. And then he just let him go. And then he just like, fuck. And then, I mean, at that, I mean, Sonny realized that, all right, man, this, he's telling me the truth. So he just kind of lets him go, and C just kind of walks off. And that guy's again. You need me to go get him? No, man, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, get these guys something to do. <laughs> yeah. So when this, uh, here comes Lorenzo. He's like, Cologulo, Cologulo, and he's yelling at him. And he goes, Hey, and he goes, What happened? What happened to my son? 
And Sonny's like, he goes, go drive your bus and get the fuck out of here. And then Lorenzo runs up on Sonny, but then his boys grabs him. And he goes, he goes like, come on him. And they, they push up Lorenzo against the car. Uh, and then Sonny walks up and he goes, you put your hands on me, I'll put you in the fucking ground. I love that line. And have I used that line? Yes, I used it once <laughs> on someone that should re- re- remain nameless. But I've always loved that line. He goes, you put your hands on me, I'll stick you in the fucking ground. I was, I was like... I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then they those one of the dudes poof, punches uh, Lorenzo in the stomach. So he falls uh falls to the ground. And then Sonny goes, he goes, next time find out what's going on uh before you open your mouth. So Lorenzo's laying there, Sonny and the gang all get in their car and they take off. So, I mean he's lucky that's all he got. He could have got the beat down, but he just got punched to the gut and he fell down, Sonny and then left. C's walking down the street, and then we hear Mario, oh, C. So they all go running over there, and he jumps in the car. And they uh, they take off, and he's, he's C's sitting in the back seat. There's um, five of them in the car, three in the back, two in the front. Uh, who is it? Crazy Mario's driving. No, Mario's in the back. Um, I can't one of the other dudes is, is driving, and uh, Mara, Mario's in the front, Crazy Mario, or Crazy Mario's in the back with C, and Slick is sitting there shotgun. So they're uh, driving down the road hella fast. And he's like, hey, man, slow down. He goes, we're in a hot car. You can get us pinched. And he goes, I know what I'm doing. So, and then C's like, what's what's that smell? And goes, ah, we made a cocktail for those derogatory terms. It wasn't an N-word. It was another word. So. And he goes, we're gonna we're gonna go over there and show them. They, they go, they're gonna show them. They go, they're gonna mess up our place. We're gonna mess up their place. So they made like they made Molotov cocktails and they had it uh, in this box on the floor in the back. And then one of the kids, dumbass, starts lighting a cigarette. And they go, what the fuck are you doing, man? He goes, you got the cocktails at your feet. And he goes, man, he goes, I know what I'm doing. So they're like, all right. So they roll over to Webster Avenue uh, to that place and then. C is uh, narrating, like, look, me goes, I was in the back smiling because uh, everyone was happy. He goes, but inside I was like, I want, I want to get out of the car. He goes, but, but I couldn't. He goes, I he goes, I couldn't. He goes, if I was to get out of the car, he goes, I'd be a chicken. And he goes, like, I couldn't go back to that neighborhood. And he goes, everyone would call me a mutt. Um, and he's saying, he goes, all I can hear is my father's voice, like, don't blow it, C. He goes, people, these people will hurt you, C. Don't waste uh, your talent, C. And then he goes, and then I can hear Sonny's, Sonny's voice telling him, like, look, you need to be somebody. He goes, don't, don't do, don't do what they do. So they roll up uh, to a stoplight and they're sitting there and then this car pulls up behind them. Then all of a sudden, somebody, someone pounds on the window and it's Sonny. And Mario rolls down the window or Slick rolls down the window and goes, see, out of the car. And then uh, <laughs> this part was all funny. Cause Slick's like he's like, hey, he's hey, hey Sonny, I mean, he's with us. And he, Sonny looks up and goes, shut up, you. And he goes, he goes, see, out of the car. He's like, come on. Sonny grabs the back of Slick's head and slams it onto the dashboard. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, my nose. So he opens up the door and tells C to get out. So he pulls him out of the car, and he goes, for the last time, stay away from this kid. <laughs> so. He uh, slams the door and they all take off. Sonny and his gang get in their car and they haul off. They haul ass. So Sonny's in the back seat talking to to C like, "Hey man," he goes. He goes. Sonny C's like, "Look man," he goes. 
I don't I don't understand why you why you think I would have done that to you. Was what if if it was us? What if uh, Jane and I would have got hurt in the car? Did you ever think about that? He kind of basically went, eh, whatever. And he was like telling him, he was like, he goes, look, this is this is this is how I live. And then uh, Sonny or C was telling him, he goes, that's a horrible way to live. And he goes, for me, it's the only way. So he's kind of like, uh, all right. So they get to back to the Shea Bippy and um, Cologelo. Uh, he or C, he walks out, and JoJo the whale is like, oh, C. And he goes, there was a fine Moulinian chick, uh, not here just a second ago. And he goes, she, she just, he goes, if you hurry up, you could catch her. And he goes, she just left. And he goes, like, yeah. And he goes, so he goes, he goes, okay. So he goes running after her. And then Sonny's like, hey. And he goes, sorry, man. I'll talk to you. So he ends up leaving. And then one of the guys, you want me to go get it for you? No, leave him alone. <laughs> Damn. So C goes nothing, running around the court. Nothing to do. <laughs> C runs around the corner and he sees Jane. And then she's like, oh, hey. He's like, hey. He goes, my brother told you the truth. He goes, you did try to help him. And he goes, I told you. And he goes, eh, I know. And he's like, look. He goes, but he goes, you know how it is. So they're talking. They look up uh, in the window, and there's some nosy neighbor looking out the window. And he's like, he's like, hey, mind your business. Get back in your house. <laughs> and she goes, ah. He's like, here, give me your hand. And he goes, they're looking. He goes, I ah, let him look. And he goes, all right. So they start holding hands and walking down the street and everything, trying to get to know her. And then they stop and. He goes, can I give you a kiss? And like, yeah. So she kisses him, or he kisses her, and then she goes, that's not a kiss. And then she leans in, and they start making out. And that one song, I only have eyes for you. I can't sing everyone. But anyway, I love the soundtrack in this. I mean, all these old 60s and 50s songs were amazing in this. So whoever picked all these uh, songs, obviously De Niro, and the score and everything was awesome. So she's like telling us, like, yeah. Uh, my brother and then he's like fuck your brother come on we gotta go and they're like what so they go running they're running back to where um uh jane is from and this is when we we get back in the car we see um like oh no oh, jane had a car because i was like whose car did they jump in so um he uh he jumped in or he runs over he opens up the door for her and then he runs to the back Looks in the window. She leans over and unlocks the door for him. And he goes, yes. And then she goes, uh, what? And he goes, eh. He goes, you're one of the great. You're one of the good ones. And she's like, what? And he goes, ah, nothing. It's an Italian thing. So either. So they go hauling ass. We go back to Mario and the gang and Slick. They go rolling up to Webster Avenue to that record, that record shop that's on the corner. And they just jump out, guns blasting. Just they just start pumping in uh, rounds into the place. Everyone ducks and starts running, uh, just ducking for cover. They start shooting up the the windows. Uh, they throw uh, garbage cans through the windows, and then they break out the the Molotov cocktails. Uh, they throw one of them in. It kind of catches fire uh, and everything into the place. And then um, I don't know why someone did this. See, like rolled it in or slid it in hella easy uh and it doesn't do anything it just kind of hits a wall but one of the guys on the inside they threw in like about three or four of them and the whole place is on fire but the one that they slid in one guy that's inside he picked it up 
And as they were driving away, he threw it out the window and it hit the car. And they still had more uh, bottles in the car. So the inside of the car is on fire because it busted in there. The boys are on fire. They're all, ah, trying to put it out. And it drives away. And the whole car blows up. So Slick, Mario, and the other two guys, they just died. I'm sure they died from the blast, but then they got burned up. So they're like, fuck. So um, Jane and C roll up. Uh, the f- cops are there. The fire department's already there. Uh, they see the bodies of his friends. They're laying there on the on the sidewalk. They had like a tarp or something over them, but they were all they're burnt to a crisp and they're dead. And then the the crowd the, they start looking and they see uh, they see C standing there. And then he's like, "Fuck!" And she he's like, um, "Jane's brother comes running over and are you okay? You okay?" He's like, "Yeah." And then he's like, I got to go. And he's like, what? And he goes, I was, he goes, you don't understand. I was in that car. And he goes, I got to go. And then uh, all the other, the, the guy, the other people, the other guys in the neighborhood. And he goes, he goes, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out of the neighborhood. They start yelling at him. And one of the guys, they look better. Don't they look better? And then get your white ass out of here. Everyone's just yelling at him. And he's like, fuck. And he goes, well, I got to go. I got to go. Because then uh, Willie uh jane's brother's like hey man the boys are going crazy you better get out of here so he's like all right and he's just i don't know if he ever got to see jane again or anything but he just runs he he just takes off because he just he sees all his, his buddies are dead and he didn't want to get his ass beat so he ends up leaving he runs back to uh to the shea bippy as he's running along he sees that one guy that owes him 20 bucks hey, hey man i'll get you next time he goes forget it and he runs he keeps running. He runs back to the Shea Bippy. It looks like there's some kind of party going on. So sees uh, he gets inside and the whole place is packed. So he's uh, he's looking around and he's looking for Sonny and they go, oh, he's 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 up in the front. So he's trying to get through the crowd. He sees Sonny and everyone's there and see Sonny sees him like, see, come over here. So he's trying to s- swim his way through the crowd. He goes as he's walking through, he notices somebody coming in. Through the window, uh, through the front door, and he goes, "I don't know what it is." He goes, "I couldn't keep my eyes off of this guy." He goes, "He's narrating this whole thing." So he goes, "I see him," because everyone else is laughing and smiling, having a good time. He goes, but this one guy, because he's not smiling. So he's he goes, "I see him." He's walking, walking, and that guy walks up to Sonny. Sonny's got a big smile on his face, and this guy pulls out a gun and shoots Sonny in the back of the head, and then he Sonny just goes down. And then everybody just mobs onto that guy. So I assume they killed him. But Sonny's dead. He's laying there with his brains uh, all over the place. So that was the end of Sonny. And it, I mean, was Sonny a good guy? In a way, with some of the stuff he was telling C. But of course, we all knew he was doing dirt with whatever they were doing uh, in the neighborhood. But. This part was kind of sad, or was sad. I mean, we go to a funeral, Sonny's funeral, and C's in there looking around, and he starts remembering what Sonny said. He goes, yeah, he goes, he goes in there. He goes, it's sad. He goes, but everybody in there is like, just like it's another day. And he goes, Sonny was right. Nobody cares. Because I mean, that everyone was just like, some people were sad, but then there was like, life goes on, and I mean, I've been to funerals too, and it's sucked. I mean, I'm sad and everything, but 
then when you meet people you haven't seen in a while and it sucks you, you see them at a funeral and you then all of a sudden hey what's up then you start laughing around um i have my best uh, friend in the world darren rest in peace brother i miss you and i love you i mean my other buddies were there his brother man we were laughing around in the background but oh man d that's what he wants us to do be sad and be happy so but C was looking around the room. He was sad. He didn't have time to sit there and talk to anyone about what was going on. So he's sitting there and he's like, yeah, he goes, nobody cares. So he's sitting there uh, by himself. Um, after everyone left and then the, the the director came in like, hey, man, we got to we got to shut down, but I'll give you a few more minutes. He's like, all right. So. He's sitting there, and then uh, Lorenzo comes walking in, and he's like, Dad, what are you doing here? He goes, hey, I just want to pay my respects to your friend. And uh, he kind of leans over and is like, hey, um, I know we didn't have the best of uh, together, but um, thanks for uh, looking out for my son. So he's like, and he just kind of gives, gives him a little prayer, and then he he walks out. So while uh, C is sitting there, he's kind of talking to Sonny, telling him, like, hey, man, I just want to thank you for, for saving my life. That's why he was running back over to the to the Shea Bippy after um, Mario and those guys were dead. Because he, he was running saying that Sonny saved me. He could have been in that car. If Sonny didn't pull up and pull him out of the car, he would have been dead too. So that's why he was rushing back because he wanted to thank Sonny, and then he got murdered. So while he's sitting in there, um, Joe Pesci comes walking in, and he's like, "Hey," he goes, um, "He goes, hey man, I'm just, I'm just kind of sitting there." And he goes, hey, "It's all right, man. It's understandable." And then he, uh, Joe Pesci looks and goes, "Hey, you're, um, you're Lorenzo's kid, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's looking and he goes, "You don't remember me, do you?" And he said, uh, "No." And he goes. He goes, you remember this? And he points to the scar on his head. And he's like, uh, sorry, man, I don't know. He goes, yeah, we met before, a long time ago. And he's telling him, he goes, my name's Carmine. He's like, oh. And then when he points to the scar, he went, the bat. And he goes, is you with the guy in the car? And he's like, kind of like nodding, like, yeah. And then he asks him, he goes, uh, he goes, was that really over a parking space? And Carmine just says, no. And he's like, Okay, <laughs> but then he he tells him he goes, hey, "Look, man, he goes, um, I'm gonna be here around a while. I'm gonna be over at the bar. So if there's anything you need, uh, just just come by and let me know." And he goes, "Anything." And he's like, "You know what? I'm not gonna I'm gonna stay away from the bar for a while." And I was like, "All right, man." He goes, "Yeah, Sonny told me you were a good kid. So all right, man, take care." So he kind of he says his little his little prayer, and then he walks out. And this is when um. Lorenzo comes walking in and tell he, t- oh excuse me, he tells him, uh, says a prayer for Sonny, and may God have mercy on your soul and all that, and then he's like, all right, come on, let's go. So he walks out with his son, and they're just telling him. The son, he's like, hey man, because my dad didn't hate you, and he goes, but I guess life goes on. He goes, Sonny, did you hear that? He goes, my father didn't hate you. I'm reading this, everyone. He goes, nobody cares, huh? He goes, you were wrong about that. And then he just kind of gives him the, the, I, ah, man, fuck. Again, this movie. Uh, 
after I saw this movie, man, I lost a lot of friends, really good friends. But what uh, C does here, because like Sonny, you always did the the three fingers. Um, that's what uh, C does. He's like, see you around, Sonny. And gives him the three fingers. The kind of like the it's like it, it's sign language is like the I love you sign. So he does that to him. And ever since I've seen this film, I mean, when I go to funerals or whatever and say goodbye to my loved ones, I always I always do that uh, when I go up and pay my respects. So, but yeah. So then he leaves with his dad, and then that's uh, that's your movie. But I liked how he. He's saying, he goes, everyone's got a story. And he goes, and they'll, he goes, everyone in the neighborhood will tell you, this is just another Bronx tale. And then that's the end of your movie. But this movie was awesome. I loved it. I mean, and like I've said, I've used a lot of lines in this, from this film in, in my life. And it's, I've seen this movie a jillion times and, and I love it. I mean, I can sit and watch it like all the time and just never, never get bored of it it was just something that i that i've loved i loved the dialogue i loved the whole setting of being back in the the 60s and uh in the bronx i don't know i don't know my way around new york i just i know the boroughs and that's about it but i don't know exactly what area this a part of the bronx this is at but i love this movie and um i guess it was dedicated to uh robert de niro senior i didn't know he was a junior okay but it was it was good, man. This this film was awesome. I loved it. Again, it's streaming on YouTube, so if you guys want to check it out, basically to tell you the whole story. But uh, it's an awesome film, and if you do want to watch it again, as far as I know, it's only streaming on AMC Plus, but it's cut up. Uh, watch the YouTube version. The whole film's there. Nothing cut out. It's a decent copy. So if you guys want to check it, check it out. But uh, the budget for this was ten million, and it boxed office seventeen point three million. So it at least made its money over and a little bit extra. Um, Robert De Niro's directed other things, but I think out of everything that he's had, I want to say this was his the first film he directed. But I did, uh, I know he's done some other things. He, of course, he's uh, in there with Martin Scorsese and his crew, so he's done all that. I'm trying to see if he's directed more um unless you know offhand if he's directed more uh, I'm, stuff I'm, I'm looking right now yeah uh chaz palmentary i only see him as sunny but when he pops up and i guess he's only got two directing things um let me see the Bronx Tale, a uh, Bronx Tale, and The Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd, yeah. Never even heard of this. Uh, Matt Damon, ooh, Angelina. Ooh, I'm gonna have to check this out. I never even heard of this film. Don't look like it's streaming anywhere, but I'll, I'll find it. The Good Shepherd. But yeah, um, this film is awesome. Uh, I I love it, man. But, yeah, everyone, that was my pick. Uh, so what do you got? Uh, we are going to stay in the same crime drama genre with 1997's Hoodlum starring Lawrence Fishburne. All right. Where is this streaming at? This is on ah. Tubi <laughs> Freebie. Ah. 
or other means. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Well, it'll be a first for me because I've never, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. And I will not read yeah, it. Yeah, this stars. Let me click away from Lawrence, this trailer so I don't see any of it. <laughs> stars Lawrence Fishburne, Tim Roth, Vanessa Williams, Andy Garcia, Cicely Tyson, Clarence Williams III, bunch of other people. Dang. All right. I'm, I'm here for it. Let me, let me check YouTube. Maybe. What year did it come out? 97. Oops. Fingers crossed. Uh, I can rent it. <laughs> I don't see it on here, but uh, I guess I can freebie or tubie or whatever. Ooh, no, no, that's something else. Shit. Well, all right, I'll have to sit through the ads and uh see where we're at ah maybe ah, all right everyone yeah come back for hoodlum and uh, again if you want to watch bronx tale it's uh streaming on youtube whole movie nice copy uh definitely check out uh everything we got here on the network go over to the horrorreturns.com and uh, links to all the episodes and every show we've done um Action Returns coming. We got uh, Equalizer, the first one. Did you do you see the third one? No. Oh, just, uh, I want to ask you: Is it worth buying? <laughs> well, I I own the first two on Steelbook, so I I gotta I gotta be the completest. So uh, no, regardless of how I feel about the movie, I'm still gonna pick it up. Yeah, completest. I I have just the first one. I don't know what I did with it. I watched it that one time, and then I lost it in this pile of other shit that I have around. Um, but I need to watch it again because I watched it a while ago. But uh, I haven't seen the third one yet. Uh, I saw the Steel Book at Best Buy, and I had it in my hand. I was like, because Theo's the only one that that seen it out of us, and he said he liked it, but. Don't get me wrong, man. I love the ZC to death, but sometimes I can't trust him. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Have you anyway, seen Thanksgiving? Uh, the Eli Roth one? Yeah. I did. I liked it. Did you see it? Yeah. I mean, I think I gave it like six and a half, seven. But I haven't listened Lance. to that show. What did he give it? Two? He gave it two. Oh, <laughs> And then I, I told him uh, Eli is going to be a Texas Frightmare, so he gets to tell him how much of a piece of shit movie he made. <sighs> I want to go see it again. I might go tomorrow. <laughs> so. Yeah. And uh, tune in to the latest episode of The Action Returns where we review the new It's a Wonderful Knife. And you can hear Lance's review on that one. <laughs> All right. And we had a special guest, Desmond from Desmond Flicks. He is yep. back from his hiatus, and he's yep. doing the podcast and YouTube thing again. So go go check out his uh, YouTube channel, Desmond Flicks. Yep, Des is back in the house. So I'm gonna be on the show. I can't remember when, but I got to get him on. But uh, E Society, we started the uh, 31, or not 31 days, the uh, 12 random days of Christmas. Let's say. What do you, 
doing no. stuff with Lance? You doing 31 days? No. <laughs> the uh, first episode will probably be out by the time you hear this, so go over and uh, check that out. Talked about um, the new film, Silent Night. Uh, no, no spoilers in that one. Just uh, what I thought about the film and, and everything. So it's, it's a short one. So uh, after you listen to this, go over there and check that out. So, but with that, everyone, come back for more uh, when we talk about Hoodlum and uh, Action Returns when we talk about the, the first Equalizer with Denzel. So until then, be safe out there and party on. And be good to each other.